Welcome back to The Political Strategist. This is your podcast host, Brenda K. Sanders. Uh, Glad to be back with you here on the podcast, The Political Strategist. Um, You know, I told this uh, before, a good while ago, about The Political Strategist, how uh, I was walking through the grocery store in South Carolina, and the Lord gave me the name, The Political Strategist. And I don't know, I was calling this program Setting the Record Straight. Uh, I was calling it something else. I I forgot what else. Uh, But definitely when I received that name, um, I was uh, curious about it. Well, being a political person, I guess uh, uh, the Lord would use my eyes and my mouth to talk about political things and I think it's the same way with um, the prophetic uh, in the spiritual um, things of God. I mean, because I have the, also the podcast on here, The Vision Prophet, where, uh, I mean, all I talk about is political things. And so I liken it to Daniel, who is a figure in the Bible, a prophet, a major prophet in the Bible. I never called myself a major prophet, never claimed to be, uh, never used the name. You might say, well, what is that title, the, 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 the vision prophet, and you're not saying prophet is. Well, I simply did not want to identify with uh, anything prophetic, really, uh, really as an official person in that, in that area. Uh, the the show, as I told uh, talked about before, is a, is a title of the podcast, and then I looked 
prop it up and it can mean a female or a male. And so I just like the name. The Lord gave me that name and I've been sticking with that name. But it's all been about political things. And I noticed that. I mean, the trend of it is to talk about political events, to forecast political events. And when we open our eyes or when I open my eyes, I see it so clearly now uh, when I look at ABC News and uh, when I look at CNN News, it's so clear the events that unfold and why. It's really clear. Now, I know it's clear, but I guess the next step is convincing those that have power to, to, to deal with these things, to act on these things. And, um, but definitely, I, I understand that a person with a prophetic gift has a, is, is an influencer or can be an influencer in a political arena. Daniel was a president as well as a prophet. And so all of this has been done before uh, and it, it will be done again. Uh, and, 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 you know, things tend to repeat themselves. Uh, themselves and so I believe God is uh, revealing and repeating himself over and over. I came on the podcast today because I want to talk about, um, I want to talk about um, events. And this time I want to direct my attention to the terrorism. It doesn't look like terrorism, but you can't see it unless you're you're entrenched in in the the victimization of the terrorism. Uh, And and I want to talk about the... Mexican event first, and then the Ohio event. The Mexican event is a terrorist, and now we find out that Americans have been killed there. These, this is all orchestrated, uh, and I definitely the events uh, very personally, and um, I know that you know every time there is a an inquiry, a venture anywhere uh, like I may have done in in, in, in uh, Mexico or something uh, recently, uh, there, there there's terrorism there. Terrorism arises there. And I don't necessarily want to reveal the nature of my, my visit or my concerns or my inquiries, but it's so, so obvious to me that terrorism rises up in Mexico uh, I even look at the Tesla plant that was recently announced its opening there. And this is an attempt to discourage Americans from uh, going to Mexico. If you come to Mexico, for whatever reason you're coming here, uh, you're going to be killed. And it's an obvious message to me. But uh, this Mexican uh, killing and kidnapping of these Americans is simply a gang-stalking event once again. Um, And um, the nature of my business there in in Mexico uh, was to do something. And, 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 you know, it's just odd, not not odd to me anymore that these events follow. I mean, I've been here on the political strategist now, uh, uh, going on for years now, talking about the shootings 
Uh, and the terrorism takes various forms. I mean, these people are very creative and uh, uh, very, um, you know, innovative about uh, carrying out and orchestrating these events. And uh, first of all, you find a, a, a Tesla there, uh, announced a plant there, and also I uh, didn't venture there. What uh, you know, I may have if I continued my business that I was uh, looking into there. But the thing is, immediately before anybody can do anything or say anything or get business done, you're conducting a terrorist exercises in that area. This is not a coincidence. If you look in the news, you'll see what Tesla just announced. It was a, it was operating its new plant there. Uh, you can't see what I was doing, but definitely it wasn't connected to Tesla in any, any way uh, at all. But it wasn't related to Elon Musk in any way. But, um, you know, I, I, it was just a business venture I, I, I may have conducted. But the, just the mere mention of it uh, wreaks havoc and uh, terrorism and murder and death and, and, and intimidation and um, bloodshed. And, I, and, and I'm so upset about it that this is the kind of uh, organized terrorism, domestic ter- terrorism that we have in this country. It, it's just ridiculous and sickening. I talk about it every time an event takes place. I link myself, even though I don't want to be linked to the violence. I, 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 I say at this point, and I, I used to say, coincidentally, just happened when ABC happened to me. Uh, but these events, again, I always say, are not coincidental. These are planned, orchestrated events. I, 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 um, I'm disgusted that I am surveilled. Every word, every movement, every social media um, engagement or involvement is, 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 is reviewed. And then you go and sit at the table and orchestrate these events. It is terrorism to, to terrorize, to uh, impose control, I believe, of some type. And, and we have government officials that are involved in these endeavors, and they should be arrested. They should be arrested and charged and go to jail. And I always said, you're always talking about charging President Donald Trump. Well, if you can charge him, you can charge these other people who are really doing some evil stuff. And I don't know why the FBI is waiting to uh, really, uh, you know, render the fruit of their investigations, if they're investigating, and, and take these people down and put them where they belong. I know, and I'll say uh, as a record on this podcast, that I've been reporting to the FBI almost every day every day and to the Michigan State Police when there are events that happen here or near me and and, and it is it is outrageous I, I would hope that they're working on these uh, cases that they're working on these investigations and bringing these people down if it's a president take him down if it's a vice president take them down if it's a if it's a congressman take them down Whatever it is, you have Donald Trump hanging in the air 
on a loop every day and, and, and you know, every day he's going to be indicted. Why is he the only one when these other people are, are conducting all of these evil uh, uh, events? If the FBI did their job, it would be very easy, easy uh, to catch a George Bush or catch, a, 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 like I said, a former president, any former president, in their acts. And would it be novel? No, it would not be a novel thing because we already have a president hanging on a, a noose every day in the news. What's wrong with charging and apprehending these other political people who are sponsoring and authoring these terroristic events. I don't get it. The FBI is putting people at risk by not doing their job. I will be filing a lawsuit soon, maybe by the end of the week, because they don't do their job. And they know what's going on. They don't do their job. It's negligence. It's it's malpractice. Uh, and simply, it, it, it is a, you know, just a, um, a, you know, having a sideline seat when you should be actively involved in apprehending these people, political or not. The precedent has been set, and when you set yourself to go uh, and apprehend and charge a president, or even to investigate him, then you set the precedent. You set the example for yourself to pursue these other things. And when you get a tip or tips that something is awry with other political and government officials, uh, and then you should be investigating those people in order to curb the violence and the death that has taken place in this country. The other thing I'd like to talk about is the uh, Ohio train derailments. I had and still am planning to travel through to South Carolina where I have my other house and uh, I have to go through Ohio. I have to go through Ohio even if I go through uh, like Virginia which is one way to go or I go from uh, Ohio through Kentucky. I still have to reach Georgia however I do it and go through Georgia, or I could go through Virginia and then go through North Carolina, which I also have done to get to South Carolina. And I think there's another state in there, Tennessee. Um, but I find the timing again uh, of the Ohio train train derailments, where you know, an enormous amount of chemicals are being released there into the atmosphere. Uh, I, I find it to be troubling. I, you know, I have to spend maybe, if I just drive the normal speed limits, of, 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 I believe a minimum of four hours in uh, Ohio, traveling through those areas. Some of them are, you know, rural area, areas. Uh, once you get... Let's see. I think there's a big long stretch from Cincinnati to Dayton, and then once you get to Dayton, it's pretty, um, you know, it's just short, um, intermittent 
you know, rural areas, you know, combined with Dayton and um, I forgot the other areas that are there that um, punctuate that area, you know, it's punctuated with, with population. And I, I know Finley is one of them. I can't think of the other one. Then you get to Toledo. But once you get to Toledo, you're coming on into Michigan. But um, what happens is, 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 is now it's filled with chemicals there. The whole environment is filled with chemicals. And it, it is an enormous amount of time to spend Ohio in Ohio uh, driving through it with all these chemical derailments taking place. They're strategically scattered along, uh, you know, this I-75 corridor. And I, and I just feel, I feel again, uh, some, 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 you know, uh, what I want to say, hesitation to drive through there at this time. I mean, I've seen the black smoke. I've seen the chemical chemicals uh, emitting into the air. And I, and I know you said safe, but I mean, the most I could do is drive through Ohio with uh, major masking uh, to get through that area to get to where I was going. And of course, I've been delayed already, but maybe the delay is to uh, give these chemicals a chance to... I don't think they, they disappear uh, or, uh, really easily in the air. I believe that it takes a while for them to dissipate um, and, and to you know, really dissolve in the air, in the environment. But you have one train derailment after another. One train derailment after another. Okay, okay, we have one chemical train derailment. Then we have another one and another one. That's sort of like the military planes. You know, it's not, one time is not going to be enough to pollute the air. Um, But several times to certainly make the chemicalization of the air more potent, where it may be harmful to someone. There may be people who have a predisposed condition that, you know, they're, they're harmed more easily by the, the chemicals in the air. And there are people with uh, problems with uh, breathing and so forth. And so that's another problem I have. And I know it's coincidental because uh, allegedly, uh, because, you know, I am anticipating tri- driving through the state of Ohio. Uh, God forbid if any shit, things should happen in the state of t- uh, Tennessee, in the state of Kentucky, in the state of Georgia or Virginia, depending on how, or North Carolina, depending on how and where I drive through, ultimately. But I just wanted to get on to this podcast to explain those things and uh, when I look at the airplane events, the, the, you know, this man, um, uh, what, what was he doing? Uh, pointing a uh, sharpened spoon at a stewardess or something. You know, of course, it smacks at 9-11. And it's, again, I believe the terrorism of George Bush, again, a president, that I, I think all these presidents have to... Uh, you know, have a training in terrorism because I mean, and not stopping it, but uh, committing it or orchestrating it. Because we have these airplane airplane events again. He's a foreigner doing this. I mean, you know, I think all of this, and, and I don't know why the FBI is not tracking the cell phone activity 
of these assailants because you know what I just looked at a murder trial in South Carolina and the the trial focused on the uh, the 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 um, cell phone not only of the victims the cell phones of the victims but the cell phone of the defendant and I mean let me tell you the technology on this is very extreme the technology is is not extreme but I mean extensive they know where you were they can tell where you were how many steps you took um what you said what you did how where you were how many steps you took how, how you moved this is a very sophisticated technology now when it deals with cell phones so why aren't the communications of these assailants connected to government officials or or or, or, or um, a mastermind uh, that I know exists with these terrorist events it's shameful it's negligence it's negligence not to do it I mean you can conduct and 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 analyze the steps of a murderer to the degree I believe even he and he was a, a, an attorney I certainly didn't know about it I'm an attorney uh, so precise that you can basically be detected in anything you do so why isn't that done with these shooters why isn't it done with this the other uh, assailants that commit acts now these airplane events are starting to happen again the airplane crashes the check out the uh, 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 pilots what text messages did they get who did they talk to because I believe all of this is orchestrated certainly if I were elected to Congress I, I would I would start a, a committee hearings and and exactly uh, advocate for a law requiring anyone that that looks like they're gonna be uh, you know terrorist events involving airplanes that they be thoroughly scrutinized and investigated and vetted and looked at over and over and over, uh, even their phone communications about why would a pilot, why would two pilots allow two planes to crash on a, 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 on a runway. It's not an accident. It's not an accident. These are orchestrated events of terrorism. And the timing of them, of course, gives them away. But certainly there is work that can be done and fully document that these are terroristic events. There's a mastermind behind it and that they should be arrested and prosecuted, brought to justice. And so, you know, um, these are not accidents. These, These are intended events of terrorism two airplanes knocking together and mid-air crashes and all this stuff the timing it was sends up the red flag the rest should be done by the FBI I mean all you gotta do there there's the cell phone you know the last time I was in the airport I had to wait on my flight and I think I had to sit maybe about three or four hours. My flight was delayed. May have been more than that. But one thing I observed, and it was really to me, sort of like danger. 
was that everybody who walked in that airport had their face in a cell phone. It's like they didn't look up, they didn't look to the left, they didn't look to the right. They had their head in their cell phone. And I was like, look at, look at these people. Everybody has their head in their cell phone. And I understand now that this facial recognition is so advanced, they can, you know, know when you touched your phone, when you looked in your phone. And this Alex Murdoch case really, really, uh, uh, really uh, highlighted these new techno- technological efforts, um, advances with cell phones. And if you want to be undetected, leave your phone off. And even I believe that uh, in the trial, they could, they could tell something at that point and uh, leave your phone at home. <laughs> but certainly if you want to be um, surveilled, or the capability is there. I already know about it because I'm already, you know, surveilled every move I make, um, even in my home, even when my phone is off. And so there's some more militarization of my environment here. But definitely, we can find out while these people are conducting these acts. These shooters are nothing but actors for the government. And it's very easy to detect. Now we have these plane derails, uh, train derailments. Their plan, get the cell phone of the conductors, get their emails. It's gonna, it's easy to catch these people. It's easy. And uh, it's a time, the time is right for it because the technology has advanced in such a way. Well, and uh, thank you again for listening here uh, to uh, the podcast, The Vision Prophet. I'm sorry, I got that wrong. I'm sorry. Oh, my goodness. How'd I do that? The political strategist. Uh, I thank you for listening to the podcast. Uh, I take this program very seriously. What I say on here, I take it very seriously. And I hope that one day these comments will be reviewed in a positive way and, and, and be shaped and looked at in a way to help catch uh, and curb and eliminate the domestic terrorism, sexual harassment-based motivated uh, domestic terrorism that's taking place now in this country and in, even in other countries. And even as I'm doing this podcast, the Lord has told me the word Europe again. I, I've heard it over and over, but this time I do hear uh, the word, uh, the, the name of the country, Europe, uh, once again, I think this morning. And, uh, you know, the Lord was telling me, I know this is the political strategist, but it overlaps like with Daniel. Uh, the Lord told me, I believe, on Sunday, the word cruise ship. And I kind of got busy got distracted and didn't write it down right away, but cruise ship, cruise ship, cruise ship. And right away, I think I saw it yesterday, uh, that there was a a cruise ship event in South Carolina of all places. And I forgot what took place. I think someone died or either got sick uh, on that boat. Not got sick. I'm sure they died with that kind of media coverage because it was on the late evening news. I'm not sure when it happened. Um, recently, 
I had a friend of mine who saw my post on the the Vision Prophet on Facebook. She said, well, you talked about this and then it happened. Uh, And she asked me, she she didn't tell me, she asked me, she said, and then the event happened at what time? And I said, well, I posted it on Facebook and the Vision Prophet uh, page at 12.06. And the event happened, or at least they reported it. When did they report it? At like something like 12.30 or 12.36 or something like that. I said, that was amazing even to me. And so this cruise ship post, now if I had posted it when the the Lord first told me, I I don't know if it would have preceded the event or when the event was actually in progress, but I'm going to look it up and see when I I start hearing the word cruise ship and when this cruise ship story actually um, surfaces in the news about this cruise ship, a woman, woman, it's always, you know, seemingly a woman dying on a cruise ship in South Carolina. And I certainly look forward to going to those ports and getting one on, on one of those cruise ships. Uh, really, it's right under my nose. Uh, and I appreciate that. And I've been down to Charleston on those docks where those boats are. And it's so beautiful down there. It's a really beautiful sight to see. Okay. All righty then. Well, thank you again for tuning in to this podcast. Thank you for listening to what I have to say. And I'll talk to you next time. Sun.
You. Can't. 